0: Alright, so last week's episode, well, the last two weeks' episodes went a little long, so I decided to split it into two. So this week, I'm going to try and cram two episodes into one, which is going to be fun, because we are talking about the brain for the first uh, half of this episode. The brain is the most energy-hungry organ in the universe. The human brain is ridiculously energy-hungry. Most of what you eat goes towards your brain. Very little of it goes to your body. So, uh, it's important that you your diet focuses mainly on feeding your brain. Because your brain is what eat, absorbs most of it. Uh, let's talk about calories real quick, because I kind of skipped over it last week. Calories um, are just a rough approc- approximation, so don't count calories. There's no point in counting calories. Um, all If you're hungry, eat. Just eat good stuff and you are going to lose weight so especially if you toss in fitness which is the key to losing weight which we'll go more into on the second half of the episode Um, but how we came up with calories is we have a little device that we basically explode food in and that converts into energy and that's where we're approximating the amount of energy that you get from the food that you get and energy does not equal fat so just keep that in mind Uh, the brain is fat. We already talked about that a little bit earlier, but the brain is fat. It is made of fat. The consistency of your brain is that of soft butter. Your brain is extremely fragile and it's made up of almost complete fat. So now I want to use a little analogy. Um, the, there's two parts to your brain. There's the hardware and the software part. The hardware is the molecular structure of the brain, so the physicalness of the brain. The software is the chemicals and the synapses and all of the reactions that are going on in the brain, because the brain is basically a giant combustion chamber of all sorts of chemical and electrical and biological reactions happening at all times. So the hardware is what your brain is made out of and the software is what your brain does. And I relate this analogy to mental disabilities as well. So most mental disabilities that most people are suffering with today are software problems, which means you just need to fix the software and the mental problems go away. Great example of this is bipolar. And depression, anxiety, almost all of those are software problems. Now, you can have hardware problems that are triggering those software problems, but most of those are software problems for the majority of people. Now, the hardware ones are a whole lot harder to fix. A perfect example of a hardware one is autism. Another one is Down syndrome. Those are hardware ones where damage has been done, the brain grew wrong or different depending on how politically correct you want to be, but it grew wrong and that's the structure of the brain. Now you can do things to help the brain rewire because there's a thing called neuroplasticity which means you're not stuck with the brain you have. In fact, the books this week's book review, last week's book review because I split it, last week's book review goes really in-depth on changing your brain. That's the name of the book. Uh, so you're not stuck with the brain you have, but it hardwires a whole Mental disorders are a whole lot harder to overcome than software ones. Software ones are still ridiculously hard, but you have a better chance of overcoming software ones, which is why the, this week's book is extremely important because it talks. It's called the Mute Mood, mood, mood c- Cure, and it's all about fixing the chemicals in your brain. So go listen to that episode when it comes out. So hardware and software. The most important thing to keep in mind with hardware is fats, the omega-3s especially. The most important thing to keep in with software, which is the chemicals, is the amino acids. And last week we talked about those a little bit in depth in each. So omega-3s are found in abundance in any non-grain-based animal. So fish are really high in omega-3s, at least wild-caught fish. Farm fish are actually pretty high in omega-6s because we feed them a whole bunch of crap. Um, Grass-fed beef and um, lamb and goat. Not that I eat lamb or goat, but those are all higher in omega-3s when they're grass-fed. Pigs and chickens are not that high in omega-3s. Well, actually, I think chicken... No, I don't think chicken is high in omega-3s. But they do have their own health benefits as well. And that's because they're omnivores, not herbivores. Most of your omega-3s that you get that you absorb comes from plants that is then processed by animals, and then we eat those animals. Um, You do not absorb, and you don't get the same health benefits from directly eating the plants. Our digestive system needs that shortcut of letting herbivores eat them to absorb what we need from that. So omega-3s and fats are extremely important. Um, There's multiple... Nutritionists, health experts, that will say they will rather eat a bag of Skittles than a granola bar, because a granola bar has all sorts of bad fats, which we already talked about last um, the last two episodes, and Skittles is just sugar. Sugar goes in your body and out of your body real quick. When you eat those bad fats that we've talked about, that are the man-made fats, they become part of your molecular structure and decide to stick around for an extended period of time. Now, your body does slowly replace cells over time, but that granola bar with those bad fats that you eat can stay in your body for years. So that's why many health experts will say that it would rather eat a bag of Skittles than a thing of granola bar. So, you need to focus on eating the right fats, which are animal fats. And the reason why is because those fats are close enough that your body will use them and make things out of them but it's a counterfeit it's not what your body actually needs to operate functionally and so when you make those counterfeit when you make your cells and your brain cells out of those counterfeit oils uh, counterfeit is just an analogy out of those counterfeit oils uh, miscommunication between the cells mishaps misfires all happen and it causes chaos in your brain, in your body. Uh, So focusing on the fats that you eat is extremely important. Next let's talk about amino acids a little bit more. Uh, Every single chemical in your brain is created out of amino acids. Every single chemical in your body is created out of amino acids. The amino acids are responsible for serotonin, which is happiness, um, dopamine, which is pleasure, and all sorts of other brain chemicals. The lack of amino acids causes depression, causes anxiety, uh, causes physical pain. If you don't get enough amino acids absorbed into your body, your body will physically hurt more. And we'll talk about more about that in, the, in this week's book review, so go listen to that. But amino acids are extremely important, especially for your brain. Next let's talk about the brain-body connection. So the brain-body connection is extremely important because how you move, how you express yourself, relays information to your brain. Uh, so if your body language is sad and depressed, your brain will be sad and depressed. Now it's a feedback loop, so when your brain says you're depressed, your body language will get depressed. And when your body language is depressed, your brain will say you're depressed and will stop producing the happy chemicals. So. Be more confident. Study body language. I'm not going to go in-depth into it here because of time, but the body language you use expresses more signals to the people around you and to your brain than most people give it credit for. Next, psychology. The things that you say to yourself matters. The things that you um, take as valid matter. If you believe that you are an undisciplined loser, you're going to act like an undisciplined loser. And your brain is going to produce less happy chemicals because why would it produce happy chemicals for a undisciplined loser? So you need to be careful about the verbiage that you use um, in your self-dialogue. We talked about it in the relationship episode a little bit. The, your most important relationship is yourself. You need to talk, be kind to yourself. Have self-compassion. Uh, self-compassion is... As important if not more important than self-discipline so and you're more self disciplined when you're happy and when you're happy um, it's easier to be happy when you have compassion on yourself and when you don't let the psychology of your mind and your inner voice get messed up next let's talk about supplements so supplements are supposed to add on to already existing things so you're not going to get healthy and you're not going to operate at peak efficiency from a pill or from an herb or from a medication. It just doesn't work. Your lifestyle and your nutrition needs to be on point and then you can use supplements to enhance that. Supplements are not supposed to make up the difference. They are supposed to add in addition to the difference. So. I'll just give one example of the seasoning herbs that I keep mentioning. Rosemary is an extremely powerful brain herb. It is, um, William Shakespeare used rosemary to help him write plays. Uh, there's lots of scientific study on this. Rosemary is extremely beneficial to your brain. So is another herb that you probably haven't heard of, because it's not a seasoning, and it's ginkgo biloba. That's an extremely powerful herb. And then there's medicinal mushrooms, another, um, incredibly crazy Amazing mushroom for your brain is lion's mane mushroom. I cannot talk about the, I cannot express the amount of difference that lion's mane mushroom has made for my mind. So get your diet right, get your lifestyle right, which is what we're going to talk about next, and then use supplements to operate at peak efficiency. Because if you're doing everything right and your competition is doing everything right, but then you add supplements into that, then you're going to operate just at that hair margin better. And supplements do not have to be expensive. Supplements do not have to be pills. I keep mentioning seasonings because most of you like eating tasty food and there's most of the seasonings in your cabinets have medicinal purposes. So we'll talk about more about that at a different time or you can just go look up the health benefits of the different seasonings that you use regularly. So that's it for the episode that I was supposed to do uh, last week and then for this week's episode was going to be about fitness um, mainly about fitness so first genetics do not matter much most genetics are as an excuse if you let your genetics if I let the fact that I have a very hard time building muscle stop me from working out and doing stuff then I'm not going to ever build muscle if you are fat and call yourself big boned these are excuses now there are challenges they are valid but if you let your genetics be the excuse for if you let your disadvantages be an excuse for why you can't be healthy then you're going to be unhealthy and you're not going to be successful health is extremely important to its success so you need to get your health straight no matter what uh, so in regards to fitness when we talked about setting goals and being disciplined we talked about the low bar high bar method The most important thing about being fit is going to the gym. Just go to the gym. You don't have to work out at the gym. Just go to the gym and tell yourself that all you have to do is go to the gym and do maybe 10 push-ups or some sort of dumbbell curl or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's the act of going to the gym every single day that slowly develops a routine of going to the gym. And if you're like 99% of people, you're already at the gym. So you're like, ah, maybe I should do a little bit more than just drive to the gym and drive back. Uh, That's the low bar. The high bar is your actual goals. But you also have to be willing to let the low bar happen sometimes. Uh, Consistency and routine is more important than going at it hard. It's still important to go at it hard, but if you can get the routine and consistency down, then you're more likely to be fit and healthy. So next, cardio stretching and strength. So cardio is overblown. I'm not gonna go into depth on it, but cardio has its advantages, but it is not to lose weight. Doing laps, running, biking, swimming, those don't make you lose weight. Lifting weights make you lose weight. Building muscle makes you lose weight. The reason why is because when you're exerting energy in cardio, once you stop, you're done. Whereas when you're building muscle, that energy and all those fat stores are being burned throughout the whole day to build that muscle. And muscle is so much smaller than fat. So even if you stay the same weight, you're going to trim up and slim down. Uh, And then stretching. Let's talk about stretching. Stretching is super important because if you don't stay flexible, your body seizes up. And when you lose range of motion, your body starts inflicting a whole lot of pain to you. My legs are the most infamously unflexible legs that people encounter. Uh, There's reasons why, but I have to regularly stretch my legs just to keep them from going completely stiff on me. So stretching is extremely important. Do yoga. Do just simple stretches. I don't care. but Include stretching in your fitness routine. Especially if you're just trying to get started, just do stretching. You don't have to exert yourself a whole bunch. Stretching is easy and you can do it while watching TV if you want, if you have the discipline to do that regularly. Um, recovery is where the growth happens. You don't build muscle in the gym. You build muscle from eating the food to repair the muscles that you tore in the gym. Um, to build muscle, you tear it apart and then you it slowly knits itself back together and gets bigger. You need food, you need fuel, you need food. Food is extremely important when you're exercising. Do not starve yourself and then go work out. You're going to get hangry and grumpy and you're going to lose discipline. Water is also extremely important. Stay hydrated. I already talked about this a little bit, but a pound of muscle is a fifth the size of fat. So just because the scale is not moving does not mean you're not getting healthier and more in shape and looking good. Um, Next, let's talk about show muscles versus support muscles. So for guys, A perfect example of show muscle versus support muscle is pecs. If a guy gets really in-depth pecs, it can cause severe back pain if he doesn't develop his back at the same time. Because his pecs will be pulling all of his muscles forward and will cause damage, sometimes permanent damage, if you don't also work on your back muscles. So a guy's show muscles are like pecs and biceps and triceps and shoulders but if you don't work on the support muscles like the back the glutes all of these will become weaker and the stronger muscles will pull them and it'll pull your body out of shape. So make sure you do your support muscles as much as you do your show muscles. I know the show muscles look good but you need the support muscles too. Um, Stretching is also extremely useful for back pain because a lot of your back pain is actually caused from the tightness of your legs So make sure you stretch your legs. Uh, To lose weight, the most important thing to remember is cutting out sugar, getting your hormones balanced. You might talk to a doctor about making sure that your hormones are balanced, um, having your hormones checked, and exercise. You need to exercise, especially lifting weights, building muscle. To gain weight, truthfully, I have no idea. Gaining weight is so hard for me. First thing that everyone talks about is you need to eat more. Well, I eat probably three times the average person, so that's not too helpful. Hormones is also um, big with this one. Your GI can, which is your digestive system, can play significant impact on both of both weight loss and weight gain. Uh, I already had my digestive system checked out, so that one got ruled out for me, but your digestive system Not operating properly can cause both. And that's it for this week, this month. And I hope that I didn't steamroll you with these health episodes. There's just so much information about health that I want to talk about. And I can go into super minute geeky details that none of you will care about. So I try and keep it on surface level. I try and keep it simple. I hope I kept it simple enough for people who haven't spent thousands of hours studying this to understand. If not, uh, feel free to yell at me. Uh, The best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram, at Nathan Dickison, and it's N-A-T-H-A-N-D-I-C-K-E-S-O-N. So let me know what you guys thought, and I will see you all next week. And next month, we are talking about money. So that's another one that I love talking about. So let's have some fun with that one. I'll see you all next week.